Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cafe Grit. This is the place to go when you've got the hankering for purpose, a taste for fulfillment, and you're tired of living the rat race. My name is Beth Ann Gamble. Thanks for stopping in. Cafe Grit is now open for service. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cafe Grit. I'm your host, Beth Ann Campbell. This is season two, episode seven. Am I the only woman in the meeting? Oh, yes. Today, I'm going to talk about that dark side of being a woman in the professional workplace and that little sense that we get that we're being treated differently just because we have boobs and a vagina. So I'm talking about the corporate world because that's what I know, but I know that that gender bias exists everywhere and probably um, in some cases far worse. But as I've said on other podcasts, when I've talked about things a little bit controversial, this isn't directed towards anyone in particular, and we all really need to be part of the solution. If this topic makes you uncomfortable, especially if you find yourself getting a little defensive, then I respectfully suggest maybe it's not the podcast for you. I might also suggest if you're getting really defensive, then maybe you're part of the problem. Oh, sorry, not sorry. Did I say it out? Did I say that out loud? Anyway, so I've I've been in the professional environment in a corporate environment for nearly 21 years. And just to give you a little of my background, I've worked mostly, actually almost exclusively on technology teams in technology departments, but I interact quite regularly with the business divisions and departments and external clients and vendors. And I can tell you that I have not personally experienced a lot of egregious or overt situations, harassment that are sexual or gender oriented. That being said, I have experienced and observed a lot of things in those 21 years that underscore to me that gender bias absolutely still exists in the workplace. It is alive and well. I don't know a woman today in my network and my friend's family, um, my online network, in any type of a workplace, whether it be service industry or corporate or otherwise, who hasn't experienced some sort of treatment or bias based solely on the fact that she's female. So this is my narrative. It's a similar narrative, I think, for a lot of women. And we do need to talk about it. So here we go. So uh, a few years ago, in a previous job, I was sitting in a large conference room one day, getting ready to meet a new team of offshore leads. So my company had decided to outsource all of the support work that I and my IT colleagues had managed for the, I don't know, forever. Great fun time. If you uh, if you don't know, I wrote a book about this. It was such a fun time that I had to write about it. It's called Where the Hell is My Bacon? But we were being outsourced, at least partly, and we had hired a company to come in and take over all of this work that we had been doing. It was very early stages. We were just about to kick off and get into the planning. And this was really the first opportunity that we had had to meet the individuals who would be working side by side with us as we transitioned that support work to an offshore team. There were 26 people. Yes, I counted. There were 26 people from the outsourcing team in the room. Most of them would be on-site leads who would be coming into our department every day on-site during and after the transition. They were the kind of the liaison to the offshore team. And then there were a handful that were at the management level. They were there to help the project move along. And they all lined up at the front of the conference room to introduce themselves. 
and there were 25 men and one woman. Now, my own department internally to the company at that it was pretty gender diverse, right? My, my portfolio, which is a group of teams within the department, had three female team leads, one male or two, maybe two males, and nearly, nearly half the staff were women. So I guess in that respect, I was a little spoiled. So seeing these 25 men and one woman really struck me kind of uh, in an eye roll kind of way struck me. If this had been the only instance of clear dominance of males to females in the corporate world, I probably wouldn't have even thought about it again. But it wasn't the only instance. I have been the only woman in the meeting oh so many times in my career. Another memorable time was about five years ago. I was in a room, there were 14 men. And yes, again, I did count. I do count you know, sue me. <laughs> but and, and I'm rarely intimidated by standing out in this respect, like being the old woman, only woman, the old woman, I'm always the old woman, the only women woman in a room full of men. But this particular time that I was in this room with 14 men, it, it was shortly after I had uh, just butted heads on a project with a consultant project manager, who told me in a status call, we don't base decisions on emotions. And that's because I said, it feels, I use the F word, feels like we're not really green on this project, we're yellow. In this status call, we had talked about, I don't know, like 2,400 risks and issues and other factors that were leading us to be yellow. And he did apologize later, but I think he only did that because I threw his words back to him later in that call when I said, after we had talked about a, a gobs more reasons why we were yellow, I said, you know, I know we don't base our decisions on emotions, and I did use air quotes, emotions, but we've just heard an abundance of evidence indicating that we're yellow. So so this was this had happened shortly before I found myself in a room with 14 men. And P.S. he did turn the project yellow. But anyway, so so it was shortly after this interaction when I dared to say the word feel. I'm sitting in this room of 14 men. I don't know most of them, but I know a few of them. And one guy I know is sitting next to him. I knew him pretty well. We'd worked on a, a few projects together. Really nice guy. The presenter, whom, whom I don't know, starts talking about a plan for something. I don't even remember what it was, some project that was coming up. I don't even remember why I was invited to this meeting. Probably I was substituting for my boss or something. Anyway, we all had a printed copy of the agenda in front of us. And this presenter starts talking about one of the items, which had an acronym for something that I didn't immediately recognize. So I turned to my coworker, the one that I kind of knew, and I asked him what this, this meant. And he looked at me with such almost disdain. It was like he was so incredulous. Like, are you serious? And he told me what it meant. And it was said in a way that, I'm sure he didn't mean to sound so patronizing, but I perceived it as patronizing. Remember, I just kind of come off of this other situation. And I felt like I'd just been called an idiot. And then I did what I tell all of you not to do. I backed down. In fact, I was so taken aback by, I just felt my femaleness in this room with him you know, saying this to me in such a condescending way, but which again, I don't think he meant at all that I, I could hold hardly hold it together. And after about 10 minutes, I faked a phone call and acted like it was a crisis or something. And I came in, I grabbed my shit and I left. And it was solely because I felt so deeply in that moment, the fact that I was the only woman in the room. 
And I know 100% this guy did not intend to sound like this. Seriously, he is a really nice guy and he has no ego at all. But I had been in this seat so many times with this slightly condescending tone that a lot of women get. And we get it not because sometimes a condescending tone is warranted, but just because some dickhead ego thinks he's better than everyone else and thinks it's okay to talk to women that way because women are not at his level. You know, there, there are much more egregious examples of misogyny in the workplace, but in some ways those are a little easier to deal with. I mean, if somebody grabs your butt, you're justified in yelling at them or maybe even slapping them, calling HR. No one's going to say that you're not justified in those situations. But if somebody takes a tone with you and not with the, your male counterparts, you can't take that. You can't take that to HR. It's not something tangible, but you know it's there. You know it. You know it's it's like the guy who always tells women to smile, or um, the fact that women always get asked to take notes, or somebody says, "Can we get the ladies to cut the cake?" Smart, self-aware women, we know that we're being treated differently. We're being talked to differently, and there are people experiencing other isms who know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, sometimes the people with the bias, I think they don't even realize it. And this may shock you as well. Um, it doesn't always come from men. Sometimes this comes from women. Women can absolutely be biased against other women. There's this thing called queen bee syndrome. I just learned about this 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 past week. So you can go look that up. But So I don't often delve into topics like diversity in social media or, or, or in this podcast. And not because I don't find it important. I absolutely do. But I, I hate to even admit this. I, I, it's, it's, it's not even funny. It, it's horrible and it's privileged. But I know that when I talk about this, the trolls will come out. If I talk about something like gender bias on social media, somebody is going to come out with, it's just like politics. There's always somebody who comes out with, but what about fill in the blank, something that has absolutely nothing to do with the topic? It just It's just div divisive and defensive comments. And, and I can deal with that, but sometimes it's just hard to deal with the dumbing down of society. So people take things very personal and get very defensive. And like I said, they're probably part of the problem, but I just, I don't really talk about it a whole lot, but, um, I, but, but personally and in conversation, I could talk about it all, all day long. And I have talked about it with a lot of people, a lot of women, um, and, and, and how this, this is so prevalent still in our workplace. We have a long way to go, but it is important to talk about it because the more we bring these things to light, especially these subtle everyday things, this is the more we can move forward, even if it's just an inch. So I'll take an inch um, versus nothing. So, all right, folks, thank you, Grit Society, for listening today. I got a little, I know it's, it's as those of you who've experienced real harassment based on your gender or, or anything else are probably just thinking, oh my God, that just sounds so lame, but that's my narrative. So bringing it to light. I appreciate your listening today. I would love to hear your thoughts about this or anything else. Please reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Beth Ann Campbell and with an E or follow hashtag cafe grit or hashtag Beth Ann Campbell. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as at the bean 67 T H E B E A N N 67. I also have a private Facebook group cafe grit. If you need a safe place to come and vent about careers or corporate life or finding fulfillment, we have a really awesome bunch of folks there who've been through a lot and accomplished even more. So um, check it out. 
Thank you again. I hope you're all staying strong and finding your voice. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping by Cafe Grit, where the moxie is fresh, the passion cold brewed, and everything is served with a heaping side of mojo. If you like what's on the menu, please check out the Cafe Grit group on Facebook, where I'd love to hear your feedback and continue these conversations. You can also find me on LinkedIn as Bethann Campbell, that's Anne with an E, or by following hashtag Cafe Grit. And I will be forever beholden if you would give me a quick review on iTunes to make the Apple gods happy. In return, I will wish upon you copious amounts of bacon, your favorite hot beverage, and of course, pie. The music for this podcast is called Lounge Cafe, and it's by Dmitry Baliev. You can find more great tunes by Dmitry and others at audiojungle.net. Check it out. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember, you don't have to deal with the bullshit, and there is something better out there. Let's figure it out together. Take it easy. Take it easy.